the Hemshech to the earlier installments by the Rebbe. So we're continuing with the eighth installment and discussing We heard then that the Rebbe told someone that he's considering to complete the inyanim of Shmini Atzeres, Simchas that the Rebbe would usually do by the Fabrengen, but that year, due to the Rebbe's health, it didn't work out. And the Rebbe said he's looking for an appropriate time for that. It was Monday, Anzeis Hanukkah at 12 p.m., Rabbi Yankel Hecht is called into the Rebbe's room. The Rebbe tells him with a smile, I am looking for an energetic person and a person that can keep something confidential and I have found you. The Rebbe says it with a smile. I want to bring after Mincha, the Rebbe continued, and to wash before that, and after the Fabringa and to distribute Keshul Brocha and also to distribute bottles of mashke for the Shluchim as it was customary by the Rebbe when it came to Keshul Brocha. Yom And the Rebbe continues, I don't want it to be publicized in order that it should not disturb those that are uh, working at their jobs. As the Gemara says that when it comes to Monday and Thursday, the Taylor reading of those two days are shorter in comparison to the Shabbos because this is a time that people are working. It's Yemeha Maisa. Rabbi Yankel Hecht asked, Could I tell the Maskiros, the secretaries? The Rebbe said, No. Could I tell the WLCC communication room that they should know on time to notify all over the world that there's a Fabrenga? The Rebbe said, Bechlal, it's not Negia to be Mefarsim to publicize it since. Afterwards, people will be able to listen to the recording. So he continued and asked, could I tell the Talmidim, the Bachadim here in Yeshiva? So the Rebbe said to tell the Bachadim here in Yeshiva is, is a publicity as one would inform also Australia and the other end of the world. So Rabbi Yankel continued, could I tell my son who is in Morristown? The Rebbe says you should do as you will do with the other maesters institutions that you have, which means you should tell them that if they want to be here, if they, they want to be here, they can be here. And the Rebbe says you could tell your brothers. And then the Rebbe continued that the previous Rebbe said that there are three levels in the Balsot in someone keeping something confidential. One, who after a very light convincing the person reveals the secret. Then there's a higher level that they know he has a secret, he has something confidential, but he does not tell. The third level is that they don't even see on him in any way that he has something uh, confidential. And the Rebbe says, surely you will choose the appropriate way. And the Rebbe told him you should bring in all the inyanim for the Fabrengen, the challah, what he will get for the Fabrengen, in a way that it should not be obvious to anyone. The Rebbe wanted to give him money for the expenses, and he told the Rebbe that he has. 3.15, before Mincha, the Rebbe informed that there will be a Fabrengen with washing after Mincha. After Mincha, the Rebbe came into the shul, 
And the Rebbe said that the Hemshech, to what he mentioned, Amitzoi Shabbos, in the earlier Fabrengen, he wants everybody to wash with Suda. The Tove Yaleim Broche, those that will wash, should be blessed. And the Rebbe said that he will also wash in order there should be Keshul Broche, that then he will have the cost <coughs> that he will be able to distribute the wine from the benching cost. And that will be for those uh, that didn't wash and also for those that will come to take Keshul Broche. The Rebbe then washed. The Rebbe made Hametzi and he ate a shear of Chala. And then the Rebbe said, "Divas am zich givashen, and divas lechen in zich gain vashen, zol nemer from dichala." Those that washed for this for the suda, and those that are planning to wash should take from this chala. When the whole group went up together, the Rebbe says, "Lav dafke bebasachas." It doesn't all have to be in the same time. And the Rebbe gave a whole chala and also a half of the second chala. During the fabrengen, the Rebbe said siches, and the Rebbe also said a maimer. And before benching, the Rebbe dipped the challah in salt, as he did by every suda, and then he prepared himself for benching. When he said the birchas azimon, the mezuman, he did not say bashus, he began immediately mit nevarich. Also, the tune of the nigan that the Rebbe always said when he finishes a bracha in birchas amazon, he didn't say it in the way that he would say it in all the birchas amazons up till now, but with a slight shinui. The fabrengen continued to about 520. The Rebbe then distributed Keshul Bracha, and by Keshul Bracha, Rabbi Hecht went over to the Rebbe and told the Rebbe that he's fulfilled exactly what the Rebbe told him to do. So the Rebbe told him it should be Keflayim Litishiyah, it should be a double of blessings. After Keshul Bracha, the Rebbe said that from Hanukkah we receive for the whole year in their mitzvah of Eir, in the union of the camp, mitzvahs and Teira, and the Rebbe began singing Kivisimcha. At 5.45, the Rebbe down Mairev. Walking out from Mairev, the Rebbe began singing Al Misecha. And then the Rebbe remained in his room for about an hour. And after that, the Rebbe went home, uh, which was about 7.20. In Mirza Shem, in the next installment, we'll discuss what took place in the next Yechides and then the Yechides after that. The story I heard from Rab Yankel Hecht's nephew, Rab Shia Hecht, son of Rab Peretz Hecht. And he heard it from his uncle right there and then, Mamish on that day. And everything was recorded in writing then. And then uh, exactly how it was taking place. It was Gimel Tavis. The Rebbe called in Rab Yankel Hecht to his room. And the Rebbe asked him, how did he manage to keep it confidential. The preparations for the Fabrengen and the, fa and the plan of the Fabrengen. And he told the Rebbe that he brought everything in his car and he kept it in his car until the Fabrengen. So the Rebbe asked him, how did Unique know about it? How did Abel Unique know about it? Abel Unique is the one that is Meshores the Rebbe by Fabrengen and Bechlal in Beis Arav. So Rabbi Yankel Hecht answered that since Rabbi Yunik always serves the Rebbe various occasions, so Bemela Rabbi Yankel said he figured that the Rebbe wanted that Tafkehi, 
in particular should be there and not another person. So therefore, Rabbi Yankel called them up at work and Rabbi Yunik came in time for the Fabrengen. The Rebbe, hearing this, nodded with his head as a consent for this uh, consideration. And then Rabbi Yankel said that his brother Rabavron, continuing in regards to the uh, Fabrengen, the, the plan before the Fabrengen, so when Rabbi Avram Hecht came to 770, and Rabbi Avram Hecht is a very busy person, a, uh, many activities, and he came in the middle of the day, middle of the week. Mosquitoes asked him, what did you come for? What's happening? So he told them, I came to catch a place. And that's how the mosquitoes understood that there, something is in the works. The rabbi then continued and told Rabbi Yankel that the reason that he did not ask him all these details during Keshul Bracha, right after the Fabrengen, because there was a big crowd, and he didn't, the rabbi did not want to keep them waiting online. And then the rabbi concluded that he wants to pay him in order it shouldn't be Eved Leve Leish Malva, that one that loans, that uh, borrows, should not be considered, uh, since he's, uh, he's in general, a servant considered a servant to the one that gave him the money. The loan of Mela, the rabbi gave him immediately then twenty dollars, and a few days later, which we're going to discuss in Mitzvah Shem in the next installment, the rabbi began asking him many details of how he got everything and how much it really cost. As we'll discuss it in Mitzvah Shem in the next installment. On Benegir to Zeis Hanukkah. to the earlier installments Benegir Hanukkah by the Rebbe. So we're concluding today Mirza Hashem. The Sipur of Zeis Hanukkah Tovshin Lametches, late 1977. It was Vov Tevis on a Friday, same calendar setting like this year. It was 12 o'clock noontime. Rabbi Yanko Hecht was once again called to the Rebbe's room. The Rebbe began asking him how much were the expenses for the Fabrengen. Rabbi Yankel was the one that laid out the money. And the Rebbe continued, if you're going to be unwilling to accept money to be reimbursed for this, since this Fabrengen was like the second tablet of Luchas, which were given quietly, not in the presence of Claudius Rowe, the mail it could very well happen that this could take place again, if I bring it as such, and I will then notify another person, I will choose another person that should prepare the Fabringen. And the Rebbe continued, you didn't hear the story that my Schwer, my father-in-law, the Friedrich Rebbe, um, told, said, and the Rebbe continues, he told me the story, and I didn't understand why he's telling me the story. There was a chassid named Rav Shmuel Gerari, who was a chassid of the Rebbe Rashab, and he was a gvir, a rich person. He was once Mitzoy Rishishona, the Rebbe Rashab called him in, and he told him, I want you to travel on a certain 
inyan, a shlichus that I have for you. Rav Shmuel initially tried to, to um, turn it down, that he is not the right person for it, not the appropriate person. Finally, he asked the Rebbe Rashab, where to? The Rebbe Rashab answered Petersburg, and the Rebbe Rashab gave him 30 rubles. Rav Shmuel then told the Rebbe Rashab, I quite often give money to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe does not have to give me anything. I can use my own money. So the Rebbe Rashab answered, when a person takes personal money for a project, then there are personal interests that interfere. But when one receives money from a public fund, so then personal interests will not interfere. Then the Rebbe continued asking Rav Yankel, where did you find so much challah? How did you find so much challah in the middle of the week? Rav Yankel said he went into the bakery and he said they should empty out the bakery. Then the Rebbe asked him, where did you receive, get so many boxes of mashke? So he told the Rebbe that there's a person that gave it the cover the Rebbe for free, many boxes. The Rebbe says, where does one get mashke for free? So Rabbi Yankel says, answered that there was a person. This person actually, after the Rebbe's health condition, Shmini this person's wife was very sick and she was ready to give her years for the Rebbe. The Rebbe's face changed colors and became serious, and the Rebbe said that Eibishter had genuk yorun fabeden for us. The Eibishter has enough years for both of us. Actually, in these, mamash, a few days ago, the end of the story was that this lady lived for a very long life in the schus of this bracha. Besikom, at the summation of the Yechidus, Rabbi Yankel told the Rebbe, that the total of the challah was $65. So the Rebbe said, $20 I already gave you on Tuesday. And I will add another $25. The Rebbe took $20 from one fund and $5 from another fund. And he gave it to Rabbi Yankel. And the Rebbe added that the rest of the expense will be Rabbi Yankel's participation that he gave from his own money. And then the Rebbe smiled and said, no, this was a bargain. Rabbi Yankel did not want to receive the money. He says he's only receiving it by Kabbalah sale because he is, uh, the Rebbe is insisting that he should, he should receive it. So the Rebbe says, Mandar vel nemen. A person has to have a will to take, it shouldn't be forced. And at the conclusion of the Yechid, the Rebbe told him, Afrei Lechem Shabbos, a joyous Shabbos.